Am I live? Of course I'm live. People deluded, I'm back again. Hope everyone's doing well and safe. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. Please make sure you smash the like button, get your talking points in. It's always a good one with you lot. 24 hours before North London derby is starting to settle in. And weirdly, I normally get a bit nervous before Arsenal play just because I know how good we can be, but we sometimes don't make it easier for ourselves. But surprisingly, I'm not saying we're going to win, which I hope we do against the Lily Whites, but feel probably a bit too calm. Obviously, on that topic, shameless plug. Again, Premier League football is back. You know, tomorrow, an hour before kickoff, I'll be live across Twitch and YouTube. Shout out the Twitch ones as well. Uh, you can see it pinned to your message. We'll be doing a North London derby watch along and them things there, man. Three times intro, three times. It's become part of the furniture. I, I can't lie on the selfish thing. I do it because of me. It gets me pumped up, gets me ready, man. Must be like how Saliba and all them players feel when the fans, the fans them are singing their chantings and that. On that topic, appreciative to you lot who's been supporting this content this week and everyone who was here for my live streams with Dan Potts. Make sure you go and check him out on YouTube and Henry Wright. I know, you know, a Spurs fan whose first name is Henry, second name Wright. He couldn't have picked a better club in Spurs to support. We did a preview on the game. Go and follow him on 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 YouTube and them sort of things there. Obviously, he said he's going to Amsterdam as well, so safe travels as well. Safe travels to all of you lot. Hope you're all in good health. It's a jam-packed day of content, isn't it? Watch along business. Again, appreciative of all you lot who's been supporting my content. Turn on your notifications. You'll probably see in the next hour or so, or maybe this morning. I don't know when they're actually scheduled. I cut up a lot of the clips. Um, I just need to cut up me, Matisse's and Rance's stream from Twitch, and you lot will get some talking bits on and pieces on YouTube. But yeah, you should see a bunch of videos, I believe from 1pm, a bunch of videos just spamming you lot's YouTube feeds in it. So yeah, appreciative of all of you lot who've been supporting, everyone who hits the like button, everyone who subscribed, keep it coming people because as CeeLo has said, shout out the Twitch ones, but where YouTube's concerned, 49.9, we're flirting. We're flirting with it. We're flirting. Shout out you lot tuned in. Shout out Omar because you're here all the time. Jay, appreciate you. You know, the only thing I don't like about you is your, your love, your love for... um. Pablo Marie, but it's good. 100 bags if you score that again. Bro, I'm a fullback, bro. I did, it didn't work out in the attacking positions, but I'm capable of madness. And that goal there, 
So one season wonder, that's getting turned to an NFT. Hopefully my unborn children are footballers. When they try and tell me about football, that's what they're getting referred to. But I've did so many goals like that. That was just unfortunate to be recorded, man. And get 100 bags if you score that again. You got not lie to you. So you got 100 bags in this economy. You're willing to give it away. Bring it, man. You ain't got no 100 bags. You know, I'll take being a one goal wonder, man. That's not even the best finish I scored. Shout out Toby, you know. Shout out it Salsa. If you saw, well, I did a hazard thing. I wish that was recorded. I danced past like six, seven players, you know, and banged it top bins with my left foot. Oh, my days. But, yeah, man, we're not ballers. I or some of you, you know, verified. YouTubers, there needs to be a YouTube football match or something. Not for them, you know, all them KSIs and all them guys. Shout out them, but they're all the Premier League YouTubers. For, for, for the normal folk, for the regular folk, man, you know, again, if Matisse plays right back, I'll play left wing, he'll get twisted. Big up Matisse, but he'll get embarrassed, you know. Tapping toes will get savaged, you know. Again, if it came to this football thing with all these football YouTubers, I'm not saying I'm the best. I know I'm not getting embarrassed. I know I'm not getting embarrassed. I know that. Big up everyone, man. Afternoon, my bro. Happy Friday. Hope everyone's doing well and safe where their personal and private lives are concerned. As usual, hopefully you and your loved ones have good health and them thing there, man. Finally made a start. Big up, my guy. Come on. I don't love Marie. I just know it triggers you. Aye, it does, man. It does still because sometimes I believe you. Yeah, I have seen that news that Nkonku's gone for a medical and he's basically a Chelsea player again. Chelsea are looking like they're going to rise again and probably be the next challengers to fight City, if I'm honest with you, just based on the money and the intention that Todd Burry is doing. Obviously, I hope to be wrong. I hope it's all collapsed. I hope they're all shit. But yeah, man, it's, it's one way you're jealous if you're not a Chelsea fan. And, you know, with Graham Potter, I think they'll cook, of course. The minute Graham Potter stepped through the Chelsea doors, agendas have to start agendering. I have to obviously wish the burst on him from a footballing point of view. But yeah, man, he's a good manager still. I hope you're all doing well and safe. As I said, I was unfortunately the victim of a hacker with my Instagram account two days ago, but we moved. Omar, thoughts are with you. How did you get hacked, man? That's nasty, man. Of course, we're live CS, man. And shout out the member, shout out number four for becoming a new YouTube member. Smash the likes, people. Again, FA, uh, uh, where, where FM Football Manager content's concerned at 4.30, we're in the League Cup final, so we need to win that. And as you know, watch along business tomorrow and the rest of it. So, yeah, man, I do a good job. Apologies for starting 30 minutes late. I just had some things to take care of and I had to do... Well, someone's got to set up these streams and all of these things in it. So it just it just was impossible at 11.30. But we move, people. We might as well preview Arsenal versus Spurs or offer our thoughts and go through, pardon me, what's, you know, what's going on in the world, really and truly. So without wasting any time, what's all of this, man? Even I'm onto the... I'm, I'm being a tab fed today. We don't need that, man. What's this? Get rid of that, man. Tiny bit prettier, man. Tiny bit prettier. But anyways, what's the what's the what's the time on the clock? It is seven four fifty fifty four. Better yet, let's type in Arsenal versus Spurs. Now, what can I say? It's the North London derby. First thing I'd say, it applies to Spurs players, but I don't give a crap about them. First thing I'd say to Arsenal players: enjoy it. You know, enjoy it. You're a footballer. You you became footballers to play in big games. You know, again, Arsenal and definitely Spurs ain't been doing nothing where major honours are concerned. I'm going to be a bit biased for obvious reasons, but, you know, it is probably the only derby that actually matters in the Premier League. It's the only derby that's actually got something about it. Liverpool, Everton, dead. City, Man United is forced, really. You know, United, Liverpool is there, but where United have been in Liverpool, is it still really there? You know, West Ham do like to, 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 to turn up against Spurs. I'll give it to them. 
Um, but yeah, this is the only derby I feel no matter where the teams are, I actually got a bit of bite about it. The first thing I would say, as I was saying, is enjoy it. You became footballers to play in games like this. You joined Arsenal to play in big games. Remember, you're a footballer. You're in a privileged position. And it's as much as football means the world to me and a lot to you, it's just a game. It's not if you make a mistake, so what? If you're a heart surgeon and you make a mistake, someone's dead, then you got problems. But you lot of footballers, first things first, enjoy it. Second thing I would say, defeat yourselves, beat yourselves. Obviously, we beat them a year from now, a year ago, sorry. They haven't won it since 2010, which is what they're going to want to do and what we need to do. Not, not allowed to happen. But all you need to do is go and watch the game at White Hart Lane last year. We messed up. We didn't, you know, I don't think we had any belief. Tactically, we was all over the place. Individual players was all over the place. Collectively, we was all over the place. And we showed a lack of game management, a lack of, a lack of everything you want to see in a team aspiring to be in the top four and most. So that's all you need. A bit like how I wanted you to watch the Man United game again. We failed there. It's another top six test. You know, even if we win this, we need to keep quiet because you got Liverpool next, regardless of their form. It's a massive month. I think both Arsenal and Spurs actually have nine games this week, in, uh, this month, sorry, in all comps. We won the league in August. We won the league in September. That's irrelevant. We need to survive the winter. We need to get into that World Cup period with that break in a positive position. And we need to come out of it into January in a positive position. And you only do that by winning games. We've been near enough perfect this season, apart from the United game. It needs to continue. When you think of Spurs, clearly, you know, Conte, proven winner, you know, he gets results. It's not the loveliest of football. Dave, we haven't been amazing all over the season, but... I think we played better football than them, but they're only a point behind us. And they played, you know, it's a results-driven business. Do I think Spurs is current, the way they're playing, whether they beat Arsenal or do whatever, is it sustainable? No, the football is stinky, but they have more experienced gaffer. They've got more experienced players. They're going to want to spoil the party, you know. We need to we need to go we need to go and put that right. If you want to get top four and beyond, you need to take points off your top six rivals. You need to win games like this. You need to try and potentially do doubles against these teams. We know we're playing against 13 players. We're playing against VAR and we're also playing against the ref. You know Harry Kane is going to get a penalty. The vast majority of his goals against Arsenal have been pens. You know Son is going to dive. On the topic of Son, again, you know. He's a quality player, not just him. There's a bunch of them. Make sure you're winning your individual battles. Make sure you're marking correctly. Make sure there's no gaps in the transition. I think it will be a good game for the fans, neutral fans, purely because when you look at it, we are, we're better in, statistically, we're better in the first half than the second. We don't score that many goals in the second half this year and we've conceded a lot. Spurs are the polar opposite. They seem to do better in the second half. So maybe if we start the game well, we win it. If, if we allow them to get into the game, it is what it is, really and truly. Again, the transitions. There's been times defensively, like against United in games we've won, we've been on, we've been on, we've been on problems. Really, you know, you're going against quality players. Son, you know, found his form going off with South Korea. Before that, he bagged the hat trick. Kane is Kane. You know, Kulusevski's a baller. Probably, if I had to pick a favorite player from the from the ops, it would be Kulusevski, who I wanted at Arsenal. Obviously, they're going to stink out the place and go with a, a midfield five. The fullbacks, Perisic is a baller. Emerson Royal, as, as Henry Wright was calling him, is Chicken Royal. Let's cook him in. It's simple as that. Hoiberg, Bentacore, whoever. You know, even Kulusevski, if he starts out wide, he's going to drip into midfield. The midfield battles are crucial. The counter-attacks are crucial. I'm not asking us to play a back three necessarily or, or get away with our low block or, or deploy a low block or, or, or not play a high line, but we need to be sensible. Spurs can't break down low blocks. So be a bit more compact and rigid and resolute to break down, which we failed to do against United, who also struggled to do that. We played right into their hands, potentially. Every individual player and the gaffer has to stand up to be counted. Arteta, you have to win the mind games against Conte. We have to win our individual battles all over the game, all over the place. When you look at it, Dyer's been in good form for the last season and what's what's of this current season. 
statistically, he's, obviously he's a centre-back and Hoiberg's second after him, but he's played the most passes out of them Spurs players. If you stop him, do you stop them obviously putting together moments of play and ultimately getting down our half? So again, we're going to need intensity. We're going to need pressing. We're going to need every player to be perfect in that game. If you stop the IR, do you potentially stop the initial build-up play? You know, Kane's got six goals. Son's got three. Danger, man. You know, Kane drops deep. Son takes the space and Kulisevsky cleans up hereafter. He's there. Kulisevsky is their creative hub. You stop them, you, have, you stop him, you have half a chance. Wide areas are vital. Midfield battle is crucial. Neither team's conceded a headed goal this season. We've only, you know, only Liverpool have scored more from set pieces, I believe, than us. Make it count. As I said, they tend to score late. We tend to score early. So game management, the first 10 of the first half, the last 10, the first five after, sec after half time, which at, at White Hart Lane, we failed to do really and truly. If we concede, forgive yourselves and, and go again, really and truly. Say it should be a very, a very interesting game, really and truly. Again, both teams, there's nothing in it really. They've scored one more goal than us. And um, when you look at it again, these screenshots are horrible. But they've got 18. We've got, you know, City are first with 23, Spurs are second, we're third. They've got 18, we've got 17. So it might be there might be a goal flurry. When you look at passes, we're in the top. Where both teams are in the top five for passes. We've played. Both teams have played 300, uh, 30. Um, not for I'm looking at two things. Uh, three thousand odd passes. We played about two hundred more than them. They've they've played three thousand four hundred and six passes. We've made three hundred six hundred and thirty six. Liverpool, Leicester, and City all do better. So both teams are going to see plenty of the ball. They've got a back five. If I play devil's advocate, if you deploy a back five or back three specifically. It's not always because of that, but you must. Conte's been, you know, he's been doing that. But devil's advocate, maybe the defenders are not convincing defenders because if you play a back three, it must mean because you're not confident, really. So can we ask questions? They've got mistakes in their team, as do we. You know, this is why both teams should be be filled with confidence. Both teams have done everything they can in terms of going into this. Both teams are where they want to be in terms of the league role. You, you get where I'm going with that. In terms of clean sheets, we've got two. We, we're second, sorry. We've got three. City have got four. And we could have kept more. I want that today. Well, tomorrow. City are sick. I mean, Spurs are sick. They're tied with Man United. And Man United, you can give them a discount because, you know, Ten Hag's dropped a couple, man, changing things. In terms of crossing, we're not in the top 10 for crosses. They're ninth for crosses in this league. So it's a big day for, for the aerial duels. And that's maybe why I lean towards maybe potentially starting Tomiyasu. In terms of goals, Kane is second. You know, he's only bettered by Haaland, which, you know, Henry Wright said he wouldn't swap Haaland for Kane. Assists, Saka is second. Jesus is third. Xhaka is also the third Arsenal player there. You've got Kulisevsky in front of me as well. In terms of passes, as I said, when you look at the top 10 passes in this Premier League, um, Hoiberg and Dyer are in the top 10. So if you stop Hoiberg and you stop Dyer, potentially, even though they're not the players that are going to be the tactical dons, do you stop it? Do you frustrate Kulisevsky? Kane's going to drop deep anyway. Son, and drop deep into their half, really, which makes it easy for us. We need to play on the crowd as well. In terms of clean sheets, we've got three with Ramsdale. Hugo Lloris has two. So there's near enough nothing in it between these two sides, people. There's near enough. There's there's nothing in it, really, and truly. Smash the like button, people. Um, so, yeah, in that regards as well, tactically... They could play a 3-5-2 or you could see, you know, it could start off as like a 3-4-3. Three, three. Kulisevsky might come into the channels. You've got Perisic who is going to offer something. You know, in my opinion, I think they should play Perisic on the right-hand side. But you know exactly what's going to happen, people. They're going to deploy that. We're going to deploy that. So the first thing for me would be actually their attacking players. As you know, Harry Kane's a danger. He's shown in the air, edge of the area, diving. Both the man's a goal scorer in it. We developed him through our academy in it. So he's going to be 30. Kane's going to drop deep, as you normally see. Son, 
Now, again, if you remember, if we do play a back four, again, excluding Saka for a sec and pretending this is Rob Holden and Cedric, not Ben White slash Tommy Asu or Saliba, yeah? But on that topic, Saka, Saliba, Ben White, same thing you did against Zaha, we're going to need against Son. Son's going to get past you. He's going to do skillers. That's what happens. He's a great player, but win the battle, win the war, not necessarily the battle. If you go back to the game at Shite Hart Lane, one problem, maybe if we had a back three, it would have been different, but we had a four. One issue, way before the pen, way before the red card, Son is dropping deep. Obviously, he's going searching for the football. You know Son's game. Son is, wants to run at you and do these mad things. Cedric is getting tight. Holding is getting tight. He's spinning both of them. One of them's not covering the space. It's just terrible communication. You do that, Son will do the same thing. So make sure there's communication. As I said, Saliba, Ben White and Saka in particular, same thing you did at, on the first game of the season against Zaha. We're going to need that. As you know, Kane's going to drop deep as a decoy thing and probably flood their midfield. Son is going to be on his bike. Kulisevsky's probably going to be in the half spaces. He's an Arsenal player in the wrong shirt. You know, he's a he's a, he's a great player, Kulisevsky. I, I don't know for his fitness. I think they're doing mind games and things like that. But he's going to come off the channels. So this is where we're going to need to be at it. They're going to look to link up with their central man. Obviously, Kane is going to drop deep. Their midfield should push up slightly. Obviously, Perisic is going to be a bit more inverted, but he's a winger by trade, able to play as a fullback. They're going to try and congest these areas. Chicken Royale is going to have to go and make a case of it as well, people. So the midfield battle and the wide areas are key. Off the ball, Partey, Odegaard, Xhaka, we all need a lot more from you lot in this game. Gabriel Jesus, we're going to need you in terms of the intense pressing as well. Again, you know what Dyer wants to do. He just wants to hit them crossfield passes. We know they're going to foul us. We know they're going to try and rattle us and things like that. So that's the that's that's the first battle, man. The wide areas and obviously the front the front men, they're gonna stink up the place. They're gonna be it's basically gonna be a five in midfield. It's gonna end up being some congested thing, in my in my opinion, in this game. I, I hope it's a thing where we actually make them play like this, where it's just a flat back five, you know, a flat midfield, Kane dropping in to help his team or whoever, let's just assume Kulisevsky, and then them and there. We need to be brave, man. You know, again, you look at some of the moves we've put together. That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to need Jesus to press from the front and work like an animal and probably going to get a yellow card and be out for the Liverpool game. Odegaard, you're known for that. Saka, I need you in these half spaces. Test these fucking fullbacks. Pardon my language. Perisic is a baller, but I don't give a fuck. Cooking. Simple as that. You know, Martinelli. One thing I like about you is mentality. Tierney, flying Scotsman, you're going to need to be switched on defensively, but we're probably going to need that inverted role. Ben White's going to be needed. Again, as we push our team further up, people, we're going to play a high line. I don't want us to not play a high line, but we need to... I don't know how you do it, but we need to be sensible with it because, again, as you saw against United, I don't think Saliba or Gabriel are slow. I don't think Ben... I don't think Kane or Son are slow, but, you know, or whoever's up there, Richarlison, whoever... Don't get in a foot race. You got in a foot race with Rashford. And again, if you switch off for a sec and, for example, Dyer sprays that pass and Son's thinking and you're not, those seconds that you switched off might be the difference in him winning the race. So can we be sensible? We were a ball play inside. We play the high line. It's something that's not going to go, not going to leave us. But we need to be a bit sensible. You know, do we drop the, uh, the line a couple yards? I don't know. That's with Mikel Arteta. But that high line, if you give them opportunities, they will take advantage of that, people. So we need to take care in that regard. It's a, you know what? For the neutrals, it's a fantastic game. I think it's a very even game all over the field individually. There's some good battles. I think there'll be times where obviously we start strong potentially. We have them in the, we have them on the ropes. Spurs will probably put us under pressure. Both teams, 
even what the clean sheets are saying. I don't think team, I think both of these teams are improved defensive sides. They're not good defensive sides. Both of these teams concede cheap goals. Both of these teams have been scoring goals. Both of these teams should have a lot of confidence going into this game. It's probably in terms of the surrounding talking points. When we go into this, like I would say the last two derbies, you know, Spur well, both teams were fighting for the top four when 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 we lost at, at White Hart Lane, but it was more on, you know, Spurs looked a better team and it was more on us crumbling. You go back to the game at, at the Emirates this time last year in this fixture, you know, it was kind of negative connected to Arsenal regarding the several players. This time around, I think it's very, I think it's very even. I think you could put Spurs as the favourites. I think you could put Arsenal as the favourites. Favourites doesn't matter though, because it's not one on paper. It's one on the damn game. And both teams have not, regardless of where they are on the table, if you're chasing perfection, which is impossible, which someone like Conte definitely is, Arteta definitely strikes me as that. We've both teams have to be better across 90 minutes. We've been good this season, but you can't, you know, the Leicester game at home, we was all over them. We can't allow for that to happen. Them brain farts, Fulham and Aston Villa, those brain farts. A couple of times against Crystal Palace, Man United, way before a bit like when the mistakes were made before um with Leicester. Before Anthony scored, you could see the warning signs. We've got to smell danger. Prevention is better than cure. I know in the highlights, making a last-ditch tackle is the more sexier highlight, and that's more the talking point. But I'd rather my defender read the situation and don't have to make the tackle because he's already blocked it off and things like that. So smash the like button, people. Big up the Twitch gang. It's going to be a vital game. It's going to be a massive game. Like, what more can I say? It's a North London derby. Simple as that. You know, it's probably the only derby in the Prem that actually matters, really, and actually has got something and actually isn't overhyped, really. They're going to want to put to bed the fact that they ain't won there since 2010. We need to keep that going. You know, again, we need to take points off the top six. We did last season. We beat Spurs once. We beat Chelsea once. We beat United once. And they will beat us. But again, we need to have a run of form. And again, it's not getting any easier next week. October is not easy at all. There's nine games for both teams. They have nine games. So I'm sure they want to start the month greatly as well. Unfortunately, Conte's played down rumours of going to Juventus. Hopefully, he's just lying so he can pattern that at the end of the season or something like that. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's an it's, it's it's an important game, man. It's it's a very important game. Simple as that, you know. Again, so getting rid of the tactics board stats in relation to this derby, people. When it comes to meeting on our turf, we have dominated recent proceedings and have just lost two of our 30 Premier League home games against Spurs, drawing 11 and winning 17. Make sure that happens. It's been 12 years since Spurs has seen a, a victory at the Emirates. There's Spurs fans that ain't seen them win at our place. Make sure that continues, people. You know, make sure that continues. Arsenal versus Tottenham is the fourth highest scoring fixture in Premier League history. And I think there might be goals in this game behind only our encounters with Liverpool and Everton, as well as Liverpool Spurs. To be fair, there's some crazy games as well. On four occasions, there's been games that have set, seen seven or more goals. And I think there'll be goals tomorrow, really. I think it'll be a crazy game where both managers probably pulling out their hair well. Arteta's got his, Conte, I heard, has got extensions and that. But both managers probably be bold after 90 minutes, um, really. We all know they're going to get pens. These lot are the biggest cheaters in the league, really, and, and things like that. I'm going to, we have to start all of that. There's been 21 penalties netted from the spot between these sides. And it's going to happen, you know. Son, Kane, we've got to react to setbacks. It's us against the world. We need siege mentality. As I said, the refs are going to give everything to them, in my opinion. Everything. You know Son's going to do his Tom Daly impression. You know Harry Kane's going to start diving and things like that. So it is what it is. In terms of comebacks, we've enjoyed some topsy-turvy encounters against our neighbours in recent times. And we overturned a two-goal deficit to record a convincing 5-2 victory in 2012. Yeah, man, sure, there's going to be drama. There have been six goals scored in the 90th minute. And as I said, we start games well. Like, again, I would, if I had to put money, I'd bet on Arsenal 
to score in the first 10 minutes over Spurs. If I had to bet money on Spurs, I'd bet on Spurs to score in the last 10 minutes. Spurs, again, they've been last 15 minutes FC, really and truly. So we need to... Game management has never been more vital, in my opinion. It's crazy. And this is the beauty of football, really. I don't know what this is about. I mean, it's pretty obvious, Charles, what, you know, the managers are going ahead with each other. It's not just Gabriel Jesus against Romero. It's that back three slash back five against our players, really. I hope Jesus moves into... You're against a back three, you know. Jesus is the one up front. You're not going to win that battle on your Jays. So you need to work the channels. I need him to work the channels. Get on the shoulders of these defenders. Make other players support. You, these sort of things there, really. If I'm Spurs and there's one and the game's going their way and it's Jesus isolated, which has been on occasion, that will prompt Romero, definitely Dyer out of them, maybe Lynette or whoever they're playing, to want to gamble on the ball a bit more. We need... It's a psychological game and we need to provoke, you know, What's the opposite of confidence? Like, not disconfidence. I don't even know the word, but we need to provoke havoc. It needs to be havoc. We need to pray, like, pray on the on the crowd. You know, Spurs' Twitter admin has been just chatting hella crap for months. I'm re I've got stuff in the drafts. I'm ready to troll people, really and truly. So I hope we do this thing. You lot watch Sporting. You see one Brazilian youth for Sporting. Absolutely rip him and Chicken Royal. Gabriel Jesus, I need that. The phone needs to ding. On the topic of that as well, people, don't forget North London Derby setting set your reminders. That's tomorrow, really. So, yeah, man, it should be lit still. But getting back on, on task with this, that's irrelevant for a sec. This is our first game in October. We've got Spurs at home. Then we go to Glimp midweek next week. Then we've got Liverpool. Then we've got Glint again. Then we've got Leeds away. Then we've got PSV at home. Then we've got Southampton away. Then we've got PSV away. And we end the month with Nottingham Forest. It's a big month. Nothing is decided in football on paper. But we need to give ourselves the best chance. You know, if you're real with yourselves, if you want to keep having the season... I would probably take two points against Spurs and Liverpool and fight to fight to live another day, really. You know, four points would be what we should be looking at in the next two games, really. And Dreamworld would be winning all the Premier League points. I don't care how tough it is to go to Southampton. You need to do something there. Leeds is a brazy game and they've got some great players and playing great under Jesse March, but you need to win there. Liverpool could go either way, really. There's probably been a never better time to play Liverpool. That goes out the window. We're at home, so take advantage. Away from home, it's a different story, even though that's improving. Take advantage of the home ish. So, oh, we can do a thing. Fully Javi Simmons watch. Finally looking like the baller, he's, he had the potential. Needed to get out of the bar from PSG setup, but it's brazy for us. Simple as that. You know, only two fixtures in Premier League history have seen more draws than Arsenal Spurs. And that is Chelsea United and Liverpool Everton. Liverpool Everton, I thought that would have... Well, yeah, it's the, it, uh, yeah, I, I would have just before I read that popular, I would have said, I swear that's that's seen the most draws. Arsenal failed to keep a clean sheet in their last nine Premier League games against Spurs. So if we really are an improved side, I think they will score, and the three points is it means the more means more. But you should want to get that because if I'm honest with you, we should have had a lot more clean sheets this season. You know, we've got I believe two, three, whatever. You know, we should have got one against Fulham. Should have got one against Villa. Should have definitely got one against Leicester. You know, and that's just what should give Spurs confidence and what should make us up our game because we do have them brain farts like Spurs, really. You know, I know it gets painted as all fantastic comebacks and stuff, but the way they're playing isn't necessarily sustainable if they want to do better than what they're currently doing. Um, we need to do better. Only Alan Shearer with seven versus Everton has scored more penalties against a single opponent than Kane. Shout him for being able to take penalties. Would have been nice if he didn't let Rashford, Sa Sancho or Saka take them. But it's all right, you know. You know he's going to probably turn that into eight or some shit like that. So, well, seven better yet, reading it correctly. 
Arsenal have won their last six Premier League games in a row at the Emirates. Keep that up. It needs to be seven. Don't lose to Spurs. Arsenal have lost none of their last 11 Premier League home games against Spurs, drawing four and winning seven. Make sure that stays. Spurs have won just one of the last 29 away games. Now, that record has to end sometime. It might happen. Spurs have scored the most goals from outside the penny area in the Premier League. Don't invite them to shoot. Simple as that. Don't invite Son and Denman to shoot. Son, you know, I think Son... At this moment in time, I think he scored identical. Don't know how many goals, but I think he scored an equal amount on his left and right. Maybe that's why I'll bring Tommy Asu in. But again, we need to follow our runners and edge of the area. We need to protect Ramsdale. I want Ramsdale to be the lowest scoring, play, lowest rated player when we do player ratings because I want my keeper to not have anything to do, really. So we need to be on this. Neither Spurs nor Arsenal have yet conceded a headed goal in the Premier League this season. Only Spurs have scored more headed goals than Arsenal um, this season as well. So set pieces, following runners, crosses. Spurs have crossed the most times or they're definitely up there in the league. Stop the cross. If you can't stop the cross, follow the runners. We keep saying it. We have a problem following runners. Six, six of Kane's 13 PL goals against Arsenal have been penalties. So yeah, man. Kane's fully up there, you know. He's up there with a lot of hitters that have called, caused us some bad days. Kane, Kane, Rooney, Vardy, Fowler. Whoa, Firmino, Crouch. Again, Didier Jogba, the biggest bully. Salah, Savage. Mane's been ripping us since his days at Southampton. And knowing us, we'll get in the Champions League next year if we do. And the, we'll probably draw Bayern Munich in our group. And the first game will be Mane at the Emirates. Sheringham as well. Aguero is all there as well. 11 of Arsenal's 17 Premier League goals have been scored with left, left foot strikes. That's the most in the league. All seven goals Spurs have conceded have been right foot strikes. Jesus, it's your time. Martinelli, it's your time. Only Spurs and Liverpool, five each, have scored more goals from corners than Arsenal in the Premier League. Set pieces. Both teams set piece FC. So, yeah. Spurs have fired in more shots on target than any other team in the PL. So, that's something to be worried about, people. You know, they want to shoot from everywhere. Gabriel Jesus has dribbled past more players than any other player in the Premier League this season. Hope that's the case. Tottenham have blocked 33 opposition shots this season, the highest number in the league, whilst Arsenal have blocked just 10, the fewest in the league, because they're a bit more street-smart defensive side than us. That's something we can't afford to happen, really. You can't let that happen. Is this the, That might even be the, the women's side, to be fair with you. But if it isn't, either way, we can't allow that, really. Uh you look at our pressing as well, people. We we rank second for defensive line height, second and fourth for press intensity this season. Make sure that's there. Where the Spurs score significantly way behind us. Make that count. You know, the four Premier League central defenders to carry the ball out from defence, progressive carries the most often this league so far. Gabriel and Saliba. We're going to need them to be brave on the ball. Diaz is first. Saliba's second. Gabriel is third. Max Kilburn of Wolves, who's quite deceivingly good at that, is second. Is fourth. Sorry, people. Diaz has 88. If you're listening, make sure you're following on Apple Music and Spotify. If you're listening to this on the replay, Diaz has 88. Saliba has 72. Gabriel has 70. Kilman's got 65. So, yeah, man, that's why he was, there was talk of England for, for, for Kilman. You look at the creators, people, top creators in the Premier League this season, the top 10 players in the rankings for the most chances and secondary chances in the division. Secondary chances, the final pass to a player who creates the chance for a shot slash goal. Salah's there, Kevin's there, Martinelli's there, Trent's there, Xhaka's there, Kane's there, Telemans is there, Tossar is there, Harrison's there and Jesus is there. Forget everybody else. I see three Arsenal players. Make sure that continues. You know, Arsenal have completed more take-on so far this season than any other Premier League team. I want to see that in this game, you know. Be brave. Be brave, be bold, be brave. If you make a mistake, keep going. Like, it's as simple as that. Mistakes happen in football. 47 likes, nowhere near 100. What's, what's going on, folks, man? One sec. What's Twitch telling me? 
got an alert on Twitch manager. What's happening here? Anyways, moving on, people. Haaland has made 91 off-ball runs into the box this season, the most of any player in the Premier League. You know, I want to see Jesus up there, but Haaland's got 91, Firmino's got 68, Phil Foden's got 66, as has his England colleague Bakayo Saka and the best on the list. Got 66, Diaz has 63. Uh, what else is there? I don't know why Sky Sports are forcing this. Kane's better than Jesus, but Jesus is my guy. I think Jesus is a better footballer, but I think in terms of the striker thing, Kane's better than him, you know. Kane is better than him at that. Kane's had the pedigree of scoring goals. The one mark against Jesus for his good player, can he score enough goals? You know, Kane's got six, Jesus has got four. Jesus is, a, for me, a better all-rounder. But, they, you know, Kane drops into the 10 row as we, spoke, as we spoke about. Kane's created 16 chances. Jesus has created 13. He's got three assists on, to, to Kane. Sorry, he's won. He's won 62 of his duels. Kane's just won 24. Hopefully that continues. Don't really care about passing accuracy, but... Jesus has 80%. Kane's got 75%. Not that that really, it does matter, of course, but it don't at the same time. Uh, what is this? When you look at with or without Partey, Partey needs to be available because without him, you know, we've won just eight of the 17 games he's not been there. The games he's been there, we've won 20 of the 28. You know, we've lost only six. Without him, we've lost two more. Points per game, you know, we've got 2.2. Without him, it's 1.5. Win percentage is at 71.4. Significant drop-off with seven, with 47%. And this is someone that's only managed eight games in a row. So maybe we need, as good as party may or may not be, maybe that's something that we need to improve on. And the midfield is crazy, really, because I hope Partey, Odegaard, Zinchenko, Tierney were led to believe they're all fit beyond the obvious. We even Reese Nelson back in training. You know, Smith-Rose had surgery, so he'll be playing no part. But yeah, man, we know party is vital, but we do need other midfielders. All 62 of Gabriel Jesus' Premier League goals have come from inside the area. He's 58 for City and so far his goals for Arsenal. I don't think we provide him a lot of service. And as much as I like him doing that Lacazette stuff, dropping deep, we're going to need him to defend. We're going to need him to make smart fouls and kill and disrupt Spurs' flow of the game. We're going to need all of that. But we need to give this man flipping service. This is his and a couple of players' first North London derby. So yeah, man. Of course, we have to press. So, 100%, I would do that. Kevin De Bruyne and Martinelli have both been involved in 46 open play sequences, which have ended with their team having a shot this season, the joint most of any two players in the Premier League. And I mean, Jesus gets busy. I mean, Martinelli gets busy, as does Jesus. We're going to need that. Kevin De Bruyne and Martinelli have 46. Rodri and Salah have 43. Saka and Jesus, the Arsenal pair, has 40. So, let's do this thing. You know, correlate that to goals and we should be all right. I think, you know, that's so good. We, we pull it there twice. Again, Quante says it's disrespectful to, to be linking him with Juventus and says he's happy at Spurs. I mean, this man can wake up and leave one day. So, is what it is. He's unconcerned about his contract running out. Leave, bro. Go back to Italy, my guy. Brexit thing, man. You know, go and do Juventus. You're too good for this. Really. Come on, Conte, man. It is what it is. So, yeah, man. In relation to the preview, that's all I've got. And we started off greatly there. So, Where's the timestamps? Where's the timestamps? 35, 30, I guess. Yeah, what are you lot saying, man? Let me scroll up before we get into the latest news. Yeah, man, that's my, that's, I feel a lot better, man. Got all my Arsenal thoughts off my chest in relation to this game. Any nerves? Un unsurprisingly, no, like, I'm normally nervous. But what shall be, shall be. If we win, we win. If we lose, we will learn from it. If we draw, it is what it is. You know, what shall be, man? The future brings uncertainty. The past brings regret. No time like the present, man. It just is what it is. I do hope that 
you know, the, the, the players give confidence to Arsenal. But same way, if, if it goes the way we want it to go and there's a spanner in the works, like let's say we have a strong opening 20 minutes. If Spurs, what we see in football, Spurs get one chance and score against the run of play, don't let your heads drop. You never conceded a goal, a goal in football before. There's no, anyone who's feeling sorry for themselves, anyone that can't get their nerves in check, anyone who doesn't want victory, anyone that doesn't believe they should be in that starting 11, any striker, winger, midfielder, keeper, anyone in that starting in that starting 11 or squad that doesn't believe they can contribute or get victory tomorrow, win their individual battles, tell Mikel Arteta and stay at yard. Or, you know, I don't know, has Gabriel got a nanny for his young one? You know, his wife probably be at the game and all the other kids that the players have. Let you go be a nanny. Everyone that wants to play football, make sure you turn up. It's an early kickoff as well. Make sure you get your your hours, your, 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 your suitable hours sleep. Make sure you get a proper breakfast. You know, Arsenal chefs, the Spurs are stupid enough to eat from us. If you could put one, two laxatives in that, then you get me. We, we're living in it. But yeah, man, agendas have to start, man. Mitrovic caused issues, so Kane will be a test for these centre-backs. I mean, it's the Premier League. You're going to have tests, you know. Kane's a good player. Mitrovic is a good player. You're going to have that. There's no shit players in the Premier Even the players that we think are shit are problems. Apart from the fact they're a world-class manager. Yes, 24 hours till the North London derby slappings. It's going to be a long afternoon for you, man. Riley, cool. I hope it is for your sake. Screenshot, ladies and gentlemen, we have him. Big up yourself as well, Riley. Banter aside, man. 4-3 FM settings, cup final business. DG, what's the story with Aziz? Arteta obviously don't really rate him. I don't know if Arteta does or doesn't rate him, but, you know, Miguel Aziz is not ready to contribute and be thrown into Arsenal's midfield. He's not He's not good enough off the ball. I do like his languid movement and how comfortable he is in possession, but there's a lot more. He's not ready to play Premier League football. Neither is Brook Norton Goffey to go throw and get thrown in at right back, like some Arsenal fans wanted when, when we was around the Spurs and Newcastle games. Off the ball, neither player is ready. And already, as a midfielder, you've got to look at it. You're already going against the grain at most top clubs. Look at what Colin Gallagher at Chelsea has to compete with and what's projected to come in at Arsenal, whether you rate Lokonga or not. He's a Belgium international, played 76 times for Anderlecht. He's ahead of Miguel Aziz and, and, and Pat. You know, that's why these men should have went on loan. I'd rate Patino's chances a bit higher than Aziz um, and things like that. You know, you've got El Nene, who is happy to play 10 games. Xhaka is playing every week. Part if he plays is every week. You've got Smith-Rowe is injured. Odegaard, Zinchenko, Fabio Vieira that can also take midfield positions. You're not going to get minutes. And we need top four. We're already betting on young players. You know, I think Miguel Aziz has a lot of talent. Don't think he's been dealt a nice hand with some injuries. I think he needs to be a bit more proactive. I think defensively he's improving, but off the ball where all the improvements can be made. Technically, he's got it all to have a decent career, but there's more to that than be a midfielder. And at the end of the day, you know, these men are still developing, really. You know, he's doing well over there, starting to start games now in Spain, building on the experience of a mixed loan spell at Portsmouth. But the man, they're not ready right now. I'm very confident heading into this game. I'm as, I'm as confident as I see the boys play. I'm not not confident. I'm not scared. It just it's just level heading. It is what it is, man. Like whatever happens, score early goals and play to control the game. They haven't come at teams with their attack, but we can get at their wing backs. True, but then the gaps off the ball. Hugo Lloris and Kulisevsky are out for tomorrow's game at Arsenal. Everyone besides Smith are available for the game via late fitness test for party. I don't know. I don't think I think Hugo Lloris and, and Kulisevsky will be there. It's mind games. I hope they're not. But even if they're not, that you know, how many times, you know, when we beat when we beat Chelsea, when we beat Spurs, you I mean, we have no, sorry, when we beat Chelsea, when we beat United, was that our strongest 11? Three, you know, if you look at it, two of our best results over last season, Spurs at the bridge, uh, Chelsea at the bridge, sorry, City at um, United at home. That was with what? Tommy Asu weren't there. Partey weren't there. Tini slash Zinchenko now weren't there. 
So it would obviously give me more confidence, but it's a squad game. Shout everybody tuned in as well. Big up, DG. Shout out you, man. Appreciate you from Poland. Don't see many Polish people in my channel, but shout out to you lot. I'm quite nervous for this game. I'm watching you from Poland, Warsaw. I am anticipating so much from we Gunners. And please play Tini, not Zinchenko. I hear that, man. The footy talk on Rancy's show yesterday was fire. As always, a shout out Rancy Matisse. I hope we go with a 3-4-3 formation. I wouldn't be against it, but then you have to... one Someone that's probably in the strongest team if we're playing a back four has to get dropped. And also, you know... Are we going to kill the fluidity of our team? I'm not against a back three. You know, I'm really not. Because, again, Spurs struggle to break down low blocks. If you deploy a low block, you're giving yourself half a chance. Really. And Konku's lit, man. But he's, he's, going, he's going thingy, in it? So he's irrelevant now. It's peak because it only takes 10 seconds from 90 minutes for Spurs to score their bandulu like that. Amen. Smash the like, people. 200 likes needed one day before the North London derby. I need Tierney, Martinelli, Xhaka to cook Emerson Royal side again. Yeah, we're probably more left-hand centric, but I'm going to need Saka Odegaard, Jesus when he peels out, Tommy Asu, or Ben White, whoever's playing there, to make some problems on the right-hand side as well, man. Really, we can't do this lopsided thing going into this game for me, man, or we're going to be in trouble. I would definitely be fine with a point with Liverpool, but if you can get three, I'd be for it. I think everyone would. If we're ahead and it's towards the dying periods of the game, a back three could be considered. And again, for Mikel Arteta, one question mark people have is his deployments of subs. You know, again, we probably got a bit too giggity, a bit too excited, like a kid that's had sugar when um, in the United game when we had that period where they were 1-0 up or something like that. We equalised and it looked like we might nick it. We showed naiveties. We made certain subs in the 73rd minute. We conceded two minutes later in the 75th. Arteta's got to show the bottle. Clearly, Conte's, if football ends tomorrow, Conte's done more than he could ever do. You know, Conte's walked the walk Conte, Arteta wants to. He's got considerable experience and some of their players have it. They're going to be street smart. They're going to try rattle us. They're going to try ruffle our feathers. And I don't think the players are in, under any illusions what this is about. The only two competitive the only two competitive games Shite have played, they've dropped points. I'm confident for tomorrow. I hope so, man. Good point. But Foreman ish goes out the window. The only difference between us and Spurs is that we need to play well to even get a result, but Spurs don't. I, I just wish we were more clinical. Yeah, Jota will get his brace against us. I mean, it looks like Zinchenko's about, man. It looks like Party's about as well. Lakonga tax is heavy. It is still. Do your thing, stylish. Spurs should have bagged Potter. Conte can leave at any time. I saw a rumour online, it's probably lies, that they might go for Ryan Mason. And you know what? That'll put Spurs back to where they belong. Shout yourself. I appreciate that. Bless up, DG Fakes, for the content again. Get the likes up, people. Mitrovic and Kane are two different players, to be fair. Are we just stating the obvious? Clearly, like, clearly. But they're both two quality strikers. Kane, you know, Kane backs into you and pushes you and things like that. He drops into the 10 roll. He can score on his left, can score on his right, can cause problems in the air. We'll try and shoot in and around the area. The only thing Kane struggles with is free kicks. And I'm sure, sure he scored one against Arsenal before. Like, the obvious. The underlining point being... They're two very good midfielders. They're two Premier League midfielders. If you're a young centre-back, you have to come and play them games there and come out of it unscathed. And there's a couple strikers that are shitter than them at Shitter Club that will give you problems. This will be Saliba's biggest test. Ah, everything. The biggest test is, can you keep it going, really? Everything's his biggest test. Kane, Son, Richarlison is peak if they get one counter-attack again, yeah. I'm not confident or not confident. I'm not not that I'm confident and I'm not lacking confidence. It's just, it is what it is. Spurs have got a lot of strengths. 
We've got a lot of strengths. They've got some weaknesses. We've got a lot of weaknesses. May the best team win. What I will ask, beyond the obvious, of course, it would be gutting to lose and it would hurt to lose. But let it be because we lost to the better team. Don't let it be because you weren't following runners. You didn't start the game well. Only two, three players are standing up to be counted. Other players are hiding. Winning, losing, drawing, it comes with football, innit? And it, uh, no one wants to lose with ri lose against rivals. But this is the game we play. You can't win them all. Just make sure you've lost in a certain way, if that is to be. Love for the super chat, my guy, Gunner down under. Shout all the Aussies. Hello, Deluded. Hope you're well. Would you stick with White in the fullback position? I think he got exposed a bit against United. I'd prefer Tommy Asu due to his no-nonsense attitude. He's a bully. I mean, it's a game for the trenches. I don't think Ben White deserves to be dropped. And obviously, you know, he's had a bit of a, a break now. Arteta has spoken about how he needs a break and the demands of fullback is, is taking a bit of a toll on him physically. Um, he's got the momentum in it. When you're playing good, when you're feeling good, when you're confident, that you, you, you have to capitalise on them things sometimes. So that could be a benefit for Ben White. Regardless of that, Tommy Asu is a better defender. Son's one of the best wingers in the league. You probably want one of your best defenders or if a case to be the best defender at the club, let alone the best fullback. So it makes sense. What I would say, Tomiyasu would be it. But if you look at the game last year, you know, Tomiyasu and Saka switched off in the build-up for Brian Gill setting up whoever it was. So he's not perfect. Why I would put Tomiyasu? Because he's a bit more switched on. He's a bit more street smart. Even if they hit us in the counter and score, I guarantee you Tomiyasu will try a thing. Obviously, Ben White is good in the air, but, you know, I think Tomiyasu's ability to win his duels is good. So, yeah, I'd be for that, man. I wonder how much we can get Louise and Bailey for in, the, in Jan. You're not getting Bailey. If I'm Arsenal, I'd rather Kuliseski plays less direct than Richarlison. Nah, 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 nah. I'd rather, I'd rather Richarlison. With Richarlison, you know what you're going to get. He can score goals. He's probably going to be offside for 90% of the game. He's on the rattle team. Clearly, Richarlison can score goals and did it for Brazil. But Kuliseski is more of a cunt in a nice way. Pardon my language. He's an Arsenal player in a Spurs shirt. He comes off the flanks. He's got a mercurial left foot. He plays little neat one-twos. He's a problem in around the in the goal in around goals. He's got more dimensions to his play, really and truly. Richarlison's more of a battering ram. I would like Richarlison in my squad. To be fair, he's one of them players you hate if you, if you play against them, but you love at your team. Really, I'd rather I'd rather not play against Kulisevsky. If I'm honest with you, he's one of the only players that isn't really rigid in a rigid Conte setup. Big up the Kenyans. I don't think it would be cowardly to change formations. You know, it says that a formation is as brave or cowardly as you want, you know, against against again, a manager's damned if he do, damned if he doesn't. But that's been one of my issues for Mikel Arteta. I've said this in relation to the Crystal Palace game last season where we lost. I said this in relation to the United game. Sometimes you need to change. You need sometimes actually when you're in a losing run, you need to keep things the same. Sometimes when you're winning, you need to change things. I don't necessarily am advocating to change the squad or change the formation, but you know, you've got to be a bit more switched on. We went to United still with Zinchenko doing his thing and a couple of the midfielders and that, you know, you it, we rocked up and it was nonsense. So you do need to change things. I wouldn't say it's cowardly, you know, if he doesn't change things and people sit here and say he should have changed things, it moves from cowardly to he's being stubborn and an idiot. And you are damned if you do, damned if you don't. Reality is, if you change things or keep things the same, you have to win, innit? That's just the way the game goes. I wouldn't say it's cowardly, though. But I just don't... We're not going to go to a back three, in my opinion. I can't see us playing a back three tomorrow. Maybe one out of play where you see sometimes Tierney goes forward, sometimes Ben White's a bit narrow with Saliba and Gabriel, and this somewhat a back three you might see a thing like that and obviously the safety belt which is part of in the six if fit you might see something like that but 
I'm not necessarily against going to a back three. I'm not necessarily advocating for it. But what I do know is you have to mitigate against Spurs' counter-attacks and you need to do something in relation in, in, in relation to the, the high line. We're going to play a high line. I don't want us to stop it. But you know that you, you leave yourself susceptible to foot races. So make sure we're switched on defensively. You give these lot a millisecond, they will bag and we could do the same against them. Probably why I'm leaning towards Tomiyasu playing his role. But Tomiyasu, has he got the rhythm in his legs? He went off for the Japan, didn't play in their second game. We've taken our time to get him fit. You know, is he ready? You know, again, it's a good problem to have, really and truly. If we lose, ah, oh, you should have played Tomiyasu or whatever. But we'll have to see how it develops, really. Sorry, folks, making a timestamp. Big up you lot, man. Good, interesting talking points. Big up DG. That win percentage with Partey is telling over 20% drop-off without him. Hope he stays fit this month. We hope and pray, but, boy, I don't know. Something tells me it's going to be 2-2. Ben White shouldn't be dropped. DG, where are Spuds' weakest link? Emerson Royal. Undoubtedly, and I think I just think in general they don't follow run as well, so take advantage of that. Lot cooler with two players than he's done for, has been getting one on ones way too many times. You know, don't get don't allow him to. Tierney or Zinchenko to start personally, Tierney to overload that left hand side. I, I'm leaning towards Tierney, but then again, even though I'm thinking of the defending, they play a back five. You know, let's just say they've got their fugs in the middle in Ben to court. Well, he's not a fug. He's a very fantastic player. And Hoiberg, obviously, they're playing with wing backs. And if they're flat, that's a back five. Like with, there's, that's three in midfield and a back five. Obviously, Kane's going to drop into that role. For looking at it from another point of view, maybe Zinchenko, when he does that wandering to the left with Xhaka protecting it, maybe Zinchenko wandering into midfield could give us numbers and congest that area. It should be a fantastic game, in my opinion. For the neutrals, I don't. I can't say it for Spurs fans. I can't say it for Arsenal fans. I think it's going to be filled with emotions. Really, I almost wish we was just playing today. Really, deluded any youngsters you're looking forward to in the academy. Listen, I'm looking forward to everyone. I've said it before. For me personally, I think Koza Jubri. I think my. I think Miles is the under 18s. I think obviously Ethan, who's just made his debut. I think them three in particular. If they want it enough, they can have futures here. I'm, I'm a big fan of Charlie Paternal. I do think Brook, I'm not sure if Brook will make it here. I think he's I think he's 60, 40, 50, 50. I think he's got the mentality. I think, you know, he's coming of age where we might get rid of Cedric. What could go against him is obviously Ben White and England internationals playing right back. Tommy Asu is there. I'd actually like the club to bring in another right back. I don't, I think technically, I do think sometimes he does immature things defensively. Um, but that's to do with his age, and that's nothing major. I think the only things with 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 Brook, he's a bit like Wambasaka. I don't know if he's of the technical level to really carve out a future at Arsenal. And at 18, 19, how much is your technical level really going to improve? Really, you know, he, he tries to get forward and crosses, but he, he struggles to pick out a man. Um, I think his first touch isn't quite there. Um, yeah, I don't really think he is the modern fullback, but I don't really think you know. I think that's the only way he could let himself down but I do think Brook because of his mentality could get a role here you know I really do like Brook and he's someone that Arsenal should be making decent money on really and truly if he doesn't make it here so we have to see obviously Miguel Aziz is in the cut whether he makes it here is another thing I mean you wouldn't be at Arsenal or any top six team or any Premier League academy if he didn't have it in you nine times out of ten it's the ones you're not looking at that the ones that brought bust through really but yeah that's how I'd answer it man It's a must win for Arsenal. 
According to his father, Richarlison was born offside. Blame it on his mum. I just think Richie is more suited to these games, rattling away from home and is a powerful runner. Exactly that. But I'd still rather play against... I would rather Richarlison play than Kulisevsky. Not that either player is bad or whatever. I really want Nelson to have a chance. And, you know, with Smith-Rowe being injured, it might be now or never saloon, last chance saloon. But it feels like it's done now, isn't it? Like it's over, man. You'd probably need to depart and get your career going. Been supporting Arsenal for over 40 years and still feel sick in my stomach before the North London derby. Good luck to all the Gooners out there for tomorrow. Come on, my guy. Shout out my bae Gooner as well, mate. So, yeah, man, interesting talking points. Interesting talking points, nonetheless, across Twitch and YouTube. But, yeah, it should be a good game, man. Should be a decent one still. It should be a decent one. Don't forget to set your reminders, turn on your notification, and hit the like button. Not just on this vid, but on the North London Derby watch along, which I've just dropped a link. And, obviously, Sunday is the Manchester Derby, where you hope Harlan does the business. Really? So, yeah, it'll be interesting, man. Something tells me it's going to be 2-2, but, hey, it's, it's going to, for me, as I said, it's going to be a great game for the neutrals. Pardon me. I can't guarantee if it's going to be the same if you're an Arsenal fan. I don't think it's going to be, pardon me, I think it's going to be one that's filled with emotion, really, and, really and truly. Anthony Tyler apparently is the referee. If Whether that's true or not is another thing. With that, on, with that being said, minutes on the clock. Let's go with 20 latest news. Yeah, man. This thing. That's how it is, yeah? What are you talking about? No clue what you're saying there, Hector, but shout out to you. So, yeah, let's get into this, people. On this, Adidas partnership extended till 2030. We've got another eight years with Adidas people, and apparently they're going to be putting in more work to, you know, pattern the women's stuff. Like it says here, extended partnership will have an increased focus on Arsenal women with enhanced marketing rights that will bring greater global exposure for the team and players, continuing our joint commitment to drive the women's game forward. So shout out to them. So, yeah, man, the wavy kits are here to stay, people. Arsenal backs play safe campaign. What's this about? It's in relation to safeguarding. That's a good scheme to, to back, I guess. Arsenal want to make new attempt for signing. Play attempting can be expensive sacrifice for the club. What's this about? Oh, it says Locatelli. Yeah, right, mate. Where Satsuolo wanted to sell you to us and we wanted to buy you, but you wanted Juventus. A bit like Florentino and Vlaovic. Yeah, right. I'm always pessimistic on anything I see in relation to players being linked with Arsenal out of Italy. Obviously, Allegri can say that he prefers Paredes, Rabiot and Pogba in midfield, but Allegri's walking a tight rope. If Locatelli really wanted to play for Juventus like Vlahovic, who's been linked with us his whole life and things, are you really going to give up, up on a year or two? Where if you do the numbers, you're probably going to outlast Allegri. And we all know there's already a tax because Italian players are quite loyal to their clubs. You know, there's not really too many Italian players that go in bare leagues and stuff. Of course there is, but generally it's not that. So, yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, Locatelli be welcome, but you, I don't really believe this really and truly. You know, he's, he's still got a two-year loan spell of an obligation to buy. We'd have to work around that. You know, Juventus are a bit broken. They might have to sell and things, but I'm not too sure of that, people. It's no mystery that Arsenal are thinking of trying a new lunge for Locatelli either in January or next summer, having failed to sign him in 2021. A potential deal will depend on what Mikel Arteta's side are ready to put on the table and also Juventus's plans for the future. Bullshit. Anywho, I don't know who this is, but Arsenal want Ibrahim Adel. Salah recommended him to Liverpool. I mean, I guess we should ask Elneny what I've gone for him, really. Let's go straight to the source of the article. 
he's been labelled the new Salah. I mean, any Egyptian player that's, I assume, a winger is going to be that. It's just like how oh, there's bare new Neymars and all of these sort of things, really. It doesn't help anybody with these targets, really. But he's 21 and he plays for Egyptian side pyramids. I mean, Arxel Nene, well, go on for his guy. Salah himself is believed to have been made Sure, his bosses at Liverpool are fully aware of Adele's talent. 90 Minute understands their scouts are already familiar with him. He was subject to a bid from a Danish side, but it didn't bang. I mean, why not? If you could go for him, put him in the shop window. Apparently, 90 Minute understands Liverpool, not the only suitors for Adele in England, with Arsenal, Brentford, Brighton and Forest among the clubs who have watched him of late. So we'll have to see. He was part of, of Egypt's um, squad that finished runner-up in the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations. I mean, we watched that. We did watch-alongs for that. Shout out to all of you lot who were here, but I can't say I remembered him, so he might be good. I might have missed it. You might have missed it, but crazy. He's got 22 goals and contributed nine assists in 78 appearances. He might be lit, but I don't know, man. You know, even if you buy him and you loan him out to a, a stronger European club than the level he's playing at now, he might be decent at 21, at 22 or 23. Or you might sign him for 2 million and he might be worth 12 or 22 million in a few years. And Arsenal need to get into that territory. So it is where it is. Yesterday, we already saw Smith Rose ruled out until at least December at best. He's having groin surgery. We hope he returns, people. We've got nine games this month. Lord knows how many until January. It's a mad period for us. Make or break every game now. Not a hundred, not a hundred, not 100% convinced. I don't know why, why my eyes started hurting there. Not a hundred percent convinced. Journalists say Arsenal aren't too sure about fantastic 22 year old. You can't be sure. And this is why you should be scouting him. You know, he clearly looks a decent talent. Arsenal spoke to his agents, but you can't be sure at this moment. But anyways, apparently, a player that they wanted this summer, but they were not 100% convinced about spending big money on him was Mudrick from Shakhtar. A fantastic talent we follow in the Champions League, of course, and we know how special this boy is. But when Everton made an official bid and Shakhtar said they wanted more than 50 million euros, Arsenal decided to wait and go for a different plan. But Mudrick is a player Arsenal like. I mean, I know everyone's a, a, an expert on Ukrainian football on Mudrick and Shakhtar. Whenever I ask you lot in the chat, no one can tell me his weaknesses. No one can tell me 10 games they've watched. It might be a thing where we might not be convinced and 50 million looks cheap in the future. But we have to see. All I can say is you keep scouting. He's talked up a move to Arsenal. We clearly admire him, but... You know, you've got to put the money down if you do want him. They want rightly so. Shakhtar want to sell him for massive money and do what they're doing in it, really and truly. So it makes sense. Again, apparently, Barca, I, Man United, Arsenal target Busquets after some failed summer approach. I think he's contracted until 2024, people. So they're going to have to see what's going on. I would like Ruben Nevers, you know, but if he was in our team right now, it wouldn't just be Gabriel Jesus, it'd be him, you know, in terms of yellow cards potentially walking a tightrope with a band, people. So we have to see how that develops. Arsenal and Liverpool. FM Wonder Kid settings. Liverpool and Arsenal among the clubs set to battle it out for Norwegian striker Andreas Skridgerop. I can't say his name, but I'm sure we can ask Odegaard for an opinion on him. Again, he's been wanted um, by a lot of teams, really. You can see Liverpool, Arsenal apparently aren't onto him. They, re they have re His current club have rejected a bid for from Sevilla. Apparently, they're looking at 17.5 million quid for the 18-year-old and... You know, it wouldn't surprise if we're scouting him. He can play across the front four positions, people. He's contracted until 2024, so they're going to have to sell him in the summer. We'd have to see if we've done our scouting, why not? But I think it's worse. Allegedly, I don't know if this article is anything to believe, but Saliba is currently in no rush to sign a new contract with Arsenal people. And I think he will sign one, but he's right to be in no fuss. The longer you leave it, the more money you're going to get. You know, things can change in a blink of an instant. While you're starting at Arsenal, you don't know. And, you know, it makes sense. If you go to the World Cup, you get more peas. And Martinelli should be doing the same. Saka should be doing the same. Anyone contracted that's in a similar sort of stature at any club should be doing this. You know, Ethan, 
should be doing the same, running down the scholarship decision and stuff like that. This is the game, really and truly. So it is what it is, people. Charles Watts has shared a fitness update, people. We have already know about the fitness of our players. We know Smith Rowe is out until December. Hopefully, he travels to Dubai with the club if we do go on this warm weather training. Nelson is back, which is a good thing. He's trained all week, came back before the international break, and he's been training all through that break as well. So he's fit again. He's better on the right side, but he can play on the left. I disagree. I actually think if you ask Reese Nelson, he'd probably want to play off the left or playing the 10, if I'm honest with you, then playing as a right winger. But yeah, he hasn't played a competitive game for Arsenal since coming off the bench versus Brentford last season. It's probably over for the 22-year-old at Arsenal. But, you know, former's temporary class is permanent. He probably needs to go elsewhere to develop. But if there's any sort of player like the Reese Nelsons, the Maitland-Niles and all of these guys, I would love for him to get an opportunity. I really do like him as a footballer, but it is what it is. Apparently, the Brazil boss has been speaking about Gabriel Jesus being left out of the Brazil squad, people. Um, what has he said specifically? Gabriel Jesus is in great form as in, and is in the running. Absolutely. This squad is about giving opportunities to others. So maybe the squad he just named, where it didn't have Martinelli, Gabriel Jesus and Gabriel centre-back, was about giving opportunities to others. Bearing in mind, every international gaffer now has probably picked their team, with the exception of maybe one to three, maybe five names. This is the last international break before we're doing the World Cup. You've had all year. They know who they're bringing. So maybe he knows he's bringing Jesus and these guys there. But we'd have to see, man. Hopefully he can make it, but really just care about Arsenal. He has revealed, and Gabriel, is this reveals reasons behind move to Arsenal. I mean, we'd offer you a starting spot and, and, and treating you like a god in football in terms, really. And you are free on the, with a bit more freedom than Pep Guardiola on the pitch, really. But he has said, the, fit, the thing was the way Guardiola understands football and what he wanted. Then it was up to you to accept it or not. If you don't accept it, thank you. Let's go for another challenge. I accepted it for a while, but there came a moment when I said, I want another thing for myself. I thanked him. He understood and we moved on. That's one thing I rate about Pep, you know. He don't stand in players' way when they want to dip. It's different here at Arsenal. The football is different, different players, different ways to play. Well, yeah, they're playing Champions League and, and Premier League. At City, it was different. The striker didn't touch the ball that much. You see this by watching the game. And when it was time to touch the ball, it was not the striker because Guardiola ended up putting a midfielder to come closer. OK, fine. So I decided to change. I talked a lot with Arteta about Arsenal's style. He knows me. I know him. I understood what he wanted from me from me now i'm free on the pitch playing football with a smile on my face and trying to do my best all the time big up yourself gabby azus uh ramsdale opens up on trophy banter i mean big up ramsdale but this is foolishness though. i don't care what you and peter crouch are saying i care about what you're saying but yeah i don't care about that man and then i think this is extended thoughts really he said I've had some experience of derbies, like when I played for Palmeiras. I mean, you're from Brazil. Let's be real. There's nothing. What them and their go through in Brazil and the way them games there are in South America, same if you're from Argentina. North London derby got nothing on it. Nothing on it. You know, and actually playing for Brazil. You've got nothing on it. So I've got no concerns about you being able to do it. He said, when I played for Palmeiras, City and Brazil, so I know what a derby is, but I've never played one Arsenal versus Tottenham here. So it will be my first and hopefully to get the win, not only in my first, but all the derbies that I play. Come on. Lovely. Saliba in no rush to sign new Arsenal contract people, as you can see here, with several European of European biggest clubs starting to register an interest. Of course they would, you know, especially as his contract goes down. But I think he'll sign a deal. I don't know, though, but he shouldn't be in the hurry. He should just focus on football. You've got a World Cup to try and play. You've basically just broken at Arsenal. Focus on football and everything will take care of itself. Fair do, Arteta. You lot need to be making sure that his advice, talk to his advisors and him, Martinelli, Saka, these new deals get done, really. 
So we'll have to see people. He shouldn't be in any, any hurry. And as I said, the longer he runs it down, the stronger position you're in. The better you play for Arsenal, the more money you're getting. You know, like right now, Gabriel and Saliba is a better partnership than Ben White and, and, and Gabriel. And I'm no disrespect to Ben White because he's doing his thing. But yeah, if he wants to stay, stay. If you want to go, go. Make sure you get your peas, really and truly. And if I was Saka, I'd be delaying over a contract. Once again, we're linked with Juventus player people. Again, we've been linked with the 24-year-old Locatelli. I, I hope to be proven wrong. The dream is free. The hustle is sold separately and all. But sounds like bullshit to me. Pardon my French. Um, yeah, man, I think this is the same thing about City people. I mean, some other comments are there, really and truly. I like this still. What have you said? I was very happy during the time I was at City. What I say doesn't mean that I wasn't happy, that I wasn't glad. But obviously, we also have to understand, just as I accepted it in my time I was there, the way the coach Pep wanted, and it was clear he didn't have problems with anyone else. The thing with the way he understood football and what he wanted, oh, we've already saw that bit. So, yeah, that's all them comments there. Apparently, on the up, Fabrizio Romano has said, on the upcoming transfer window for Arsenal, for positions, I'd mentioned the midfield because they wanted a midfielder in the final hours of the summer transfer window. They tried to negotiate with Aston Villa for Douglas Louise. As of right now, there is no agreement between Douglas Louise and Aston Villa on a contract extension. Louise could be an opportunity for Arsenal, if not in Jan next summer on a free with many clubs in the race. I mean, that's great in the summer, but what you know, we could do with some midfielders now, let alone January. So, yeah. And once again, he said that... Uh, on Saliba, uh, David Ornstein said, the situation, as I understand, is, is that he's not in a rush to come and sit down. He's focusing on his football. What does he need to rush for? Exactly. You know, let's see how things go. Let's see if this is going to be a consistent run in the team because we're still relatively early in the season. We're still going to be stopping for the World Cup when contract negotiations at many clubs will take place. Then we get into the second half of the season. The power is all in Saliba's hands, right? He's so people. So he's fully right on that. He ain't told no lies there, really. You know, has, has Mikel Arteta done his press conference yet? Well, he's doing it right now, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to spin the block on that probably tomorrow before the live before we well, in fact, during the live stream, we're probably gonna have to go over that in relation to all the current talking points. Though that is that, folks. So, yeah, really. Let's see if there's anything else on the socials. Hey, tab police, my my Google Chrome tab tabs have never looked better. You know, I've never seen. This, this little tabs on this thing. This is crazy. They say I have too many tabs. Crazy. Let's see what else is on socials. Big up to you lot for supporting people. Please make sure you've hit the like button and all of that sort of thing, people. Apparently, from what I can see, the emerging reports on Mikel Arteta's press conference, on Zinchenko and Party and the rest of the players who came back from the from the break, we just finished the last training session. We had many players arriving yesterday. We had a short period to prepare the match, but the boys look in good condition. So he's answered, but not answered, if that makes sense, which is quite great, great from him. So, yeah, tomorrow we'll probably see, we'll go over his comments before the game, people. But, yeah, man, it is what it is. Awa would have been fantastic if he didn't start believing in his hype too much and just falling by the wayside. I don't know if he fell by the if he fell by the wayside and that because of that. But I hear that shout, Rochelle. Where you been? I know it's early, but what do you make of Fabio Vieira and would you start him tomorrow? As you said, it's very early, Rochelle, in, in in his tenure here. But from the small sample size, did all right against Zurich. One of the only positives you can really take from the United game, not that there's much, scored a cracker against Brentford and done quite well. He deserves to start. He deserves, you know, he, he the, prop, the the thing that these players have to do is give Arteta no reason to drop you. And you've shown you can do things, especially with Smith-Rowe's absence now. We'll see what's going on. 
But for me tomorrow, Martin Odegaard starts. No complaints if Fabio Vieira starts, but I'm going with Martin Odegaard. You're one of the most experienced players. You're one of the captains. You're you you know you you are the pretty boy on the ball and stuff like that. But defensively, Odegaard gives us a lot with the pressing to go with Jesus. I'm not saying Fabio Vieira can't do that, but if if, if Odegaard has to play, really, in my opinion. What about Telemans in Jan? Get it done. Telemans, Douglas, Louise, just get some midfielders in. I would prefer a six at this moment in time with what's going on with party, but bring them and any discounts you can find, get it done. Our Brazilians will be hyped to prove that they shouldn't have been left out of the national squad, but Jesus mustn't get a yellow. To be fair, he's probably going to get a yellow, really. I hope party's fit, man. Big up, DG. Enjoyed your content with Pots. Appreciate that. Hopefully we get all three points. Arsenal need to be clinical. Say it again, man. Hey, Hector, you're moving weird, man. See, look, you're a Spur United fan. I mean, at least United fans, you know, already back to working for Spurs. Spurs, Chester, United, Duns. You're moving weird, bro. Jude quoted at 130 next summer, as it should be. You know, if Tushimani didn't really do anything in the game for all his talent, yes, he got capped by France. He did well at Bordeaux. I wanted him when he was at Bordeaux and he went Monaco. If that's 80 to 100 million, one of the two, then Jude can say, listen, I've played at, I've played at a Euros. I'm playing week in, week out for my club. 130. And to be fair, it, we might as well stop football now, man. You know, Valverde, Camavinga, Tushimani, potentially Bellingham to Madrid. And, you know, there's going to be a tussle for Bellingham. The both Manchester clubs are going to get involved. Liverpool's going to try to get involved. I reckon Chelsea get involved. The big European clubs get involved. All, all, all Real Madrid would need is Haaland, really. And I know his dad's come out and said Haaland, as I've said before, I think Haaland will play in all the top leagues. And you could see the way that the, the contract was structured at United. It's kind of, I mean, City, it's kind of structured for Haaland to stay there, develop, win stuff and kind of bust out, really. You can, you can, well, you can just twerk for Spurs, you know, just do your thing. Big up City, but it's, it's a, it's a sweet rooting. So Spurs, Chester United, camp. Fuck you, mate. No, I'm sorry, man. You see, you're, you're getting my... I'm getting ready for Derby Day, man. Is there any player like Santi around two-footed and un, um, bashed around this tech? Probably, but I can't think of none of Tom Edge. Put me on the spot there, my bro. It's a must-win for Arsenal. It's a must-win for both of them, man. If we lose, it's World War II. If we win, we're the best thing since last bread. <laughs> hey, Zeus, what a player. We're going to need that today. What about Ericsson? Ericsson is lit. But what happened? I don't know about any of that. Oh, I just want to have a convincing performance tomorrow, man. Just, just in a nice way, Arsenal. Please surprise me, man. Please. Please make it not a closer game than I anticipate. I want to be wrong. If I had to put money, I'd better draw. But both teams should think they could nick something. I mean, when Arteta was asked about Partey and Tini, he said they're part of the team. Make of that what you will. On Zinchenko, Partey and Tini, they're part of the team. Another one where you answer stuff, but not answering stuff. Crazy. So, yeah, the way our live streams are set up, you know, it's not really kind to when Mikel Arteta does his press conferences. It would have been nice if Arsenal were like Spurs yesterday, the only time where... Conte did his press conference yesterday and it would have set this up perfectly. But, yeah, man. The thought of Tottenham going top is disturbing. Not really, because, you know, they're going to bottle it at some point, isn't it? Really. You know it's not going to last. So, I hope to be wrong, man. 
for extra live streams and videos, subscribe to me on YouTube. And again, shameless, shameless, absolute shameless plug o'clock, people. But don't forget to set your reminders because, well, yeah, by this time tomorrow, boy, you know, it's, it's on, really. But yeah, that Sunday, Derby settings in another city. The Mancunian Derby, Jaden Sancho Derby, really. DG, your thoughts on what setup could Arsenal use to have Vieira and Odegaard on at the same time to help break down a, a block while maintaining defensive integrity? Because of the last sentence, I mean, people forget Odegaard played out wide at that point. Zinchenko could do that as well. You could be an inverted playmaker. You could have Fabio Vieira just as an inverted playmaker and Odegaard where he is in the 10. You know, I, I think Odegaard would need to learn to dictate the tempo of a game and and stuff like that. And I don't know what you do with Xhaka, but just focusing on them, you could have Odegaard or Vieira as an eight or a 10 and you've got part A next to them. Or you could have somewhat of a flatter midfield three where everybody's just playing as an eight, really, sort of thing. Or you could have what, do you remember what we did against Brighton last season? It didn't bang, but I think we should be able to try to do that long term one day where we had uh, Smith Rowe left-sided eight, Odegaard on the right side of the eight and you had Lokonga as a lone six. Now, that was always destined to fail. But long term, we need to be doing things like that. Great question. FM settings later, 4.30, my guy. We're in the League Cup final. As you know, we got Burnley. I hope we don't lose that. Arsenal fear no one. Arsenal fear no foe. They will come out in flyering. They will come out flyering. The biggest evasion will come from the corner of London. Big up, bro. I mean, fear keeps you alive, man. Fear is a very healthy thing, you know. The fear of failure, the fear of being broke, the fear of haters being proved wrong, the fear the fear of a lot of things drives everyone in life, myself. So you should fear it, but use it to drive you. Anytime you don't fear anyone in life, it could potentially become become complacency. So I hear you, but yeah, do you do the thing. We can't afford to play a high line like we did against United. We can we have we have to we have to be a bit sensible, we have to mod moderate it a bit because. If we don't play a high line, there's going to be gaps. If our defence are just sitting back and they're probably playing their players on side, that's going to allow Spurs to say deeper up the field and up in our own half, really and truly. And also there's going to be gaps. You're going to probably see Martin Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, Jesus, Xhaka one place, T uh, part A more next to defenders. There's going to be gaps. And we don't follow runners. And in the second half, on the best of days, we're quite poor in the defensive transition. So we need to do a thing. Odegaard says he didn't play well for Norway in the break. Worried about his form? Nah, because do your thing. I just like honesty. Do the, do the business. Do the business tomorrow. In cliche form, form goes out the window. 2-0, come on, Arsenal. I'll take that. Burnley. <laughs> we got less active. But you're right still. Like, I'm playing Odegaard. If Vieira plays, no complaints. Maybe it being your first derby, maybe starting a game you didn't expect to might give you the extra sort of oomph in your game and things like that. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. Really, if I'm honest with you. So we're going to have to, we're literally just going to have to wait and see. Need to be patient and play smart if we don't score early. Once again, tell him again, Jimmy, need to be patient. And the biggest thing I saw in that sentence, play smart, be smart. Be street smart. It pays to be street smart. You know, if you live in a certain area and you know past a certain time, you probably shouldn't walk down that alleyway. Why go down it? Walk an X-ray. If you walk down that alleyway and God forbid you get robbed or you get mugged or you get punched up, it's not your fault because people are doing bad things. But, you know, you you prevention is better than cure. 
And this is where I say, when you look at the United game, when Anthony scored, you can go back to my watch along. You could see what was going to happen. We weren't reading the reading the, the warning signs with Anthony. Literally before he scored, he had an identical opportunity. You go back to the Leicester game, way before the whole VAR incident with Jamie Vardy, way before the two goals they scored, there was them brain farts. No silly cards. I, 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 I think he's going to have to take it, man. You know, I think he's going to have to take it. I think he's going to have to. I'm going to need Jesus to make... I'm going to need the City Jesus. I'm going to need them tactical fouls. I'm, so I think you're getting one. I hope you don't. If you are to get one, I hope you somehow and miraculously, you know, you're able to not get one for the next three games. So you play Leeds away in the two home games with Spurs and Liverpool. And then I think that allows you for Southampton. But do you really, away from home, do you... Do you really not want to have Jesus? There's not really a game you could afford. You know, if worst comes to worst, respectfully to Forrest... You would love for Jesus to be in a scenario where the only time he picks up a card is that Forest game, really and truly. And to be honest with you, I don't even know who's straight after that. So I'm, I, I might even be lying. You know, he has to make it until game week 19, until the yellow cards, you know, it's an amnesty sort of thing. But it's probably naive to expect that, you know, it's going to happen, really. True that, bruv. Arteta needs to have learned from Man U naive. Everybody, you know, everyone has to. S, you know, I can't say that guy's name, but that Napoli guy looks techie, man. You know, I pick him up, man. No disrespect, but you know, I can't say that name. I need to hear that on Google. But shout out to him, man. Napoli always find these little gems, man. Baller. Wish he was here. Apparently, Spurs could have bought him. He opened up on, I think he gave an interview. I didn't read it, but he's, he, I think he gave an interview as to why the Spurs move didn't bang for him. So, yeah. If Partey is in the starting 11, I'm confident. If not, our oh, DG, it's going to be nervy. This is why we need a six come January. It's true. It's true. But I'm going to... Do you know what? Yeah, I know Xhaka's a bad man, but I'm going to need... As much as Partey, I'm going to need Xhaka. When Xhaka's on it, half the team's on it, really. I'm going to need... In particular, if I'm real with you and you lot, Granite Xhaka, Martin Odegaard, you're a captain. Xhaka is the captain in all but name. Odegaard, you are the captain and... The harsh critics will say big games, you're kind of, you know, a bit soft and that. Do your thing. I need them today, you know, in that game. I need Ramsdale because he's got a big mentality. I need every player, but them in particular. Saka, I need you as well. It's, you know, we're only as strong as our weakest man, really. Tierney, flying Scotsman. We don't talk too much, man, but we're going to need him as well. Don't forget, if you're on Twitch, subscribe with Amazon Prime. One love. And to stay up to date, make sure you're following me on socials, especially the Twitter. Once again, part A, on part A, Mikel Arteta said him, Zinchenko, Tini and whoever, they're with the squad. Seems like only Smith Rose are myth. If I'm honest with you. I can't lie, having this game after a big break is ish. You want both teams hot and in form and momentum. I hear that, but you know, you, you've had two weeks to, re to relax. I hear you though. I hear you would have liked it to have been played before, but that could have been a gift or a curse, depending on what, what both managers would say. This is a game for Xhaka. Hopefully, he doesn't get too excited. Trust, man. Hopefully, Xhaka, I know it. You know, you, you don't want Xhaka to revert to his own self, at, old self at times. You know, and I hope it isn't there. But you, Xhaka, you're public enemy number one. You know, you're running. A, you know, Xhaka. Well, he makes mistakes at times, but you know, he's unfairly fingered against. Arteta needs to be on it, and Arteta in-game management. When you make the subs, how you make the subs, what subs you make. Not that there's a wealth of options on our bench. You know, you probably know Eddie's going to come on for his little 20 minutes and run around. Boy, you might have to you hold in Tommy Asu if he's on the bench. Ben White, if he's on the bench, might have to at some point deploy an, an official back three. As I said, we start games well. 
Spurs always score late. So game management has never been more vital. It's very easy to keep your shape, to remain, you know, to, to remain solid, to, to keep your shape. It's every it's easy to do that in the first 20 minutes. Can you do it in the first, in the last 20 when you're tired, when gaps are opening, where naturally if Spurs are losing, which we hope they're trying to throw the kitchen sink at us, when you're mentally tired. Obviously, if you're mentally tired in life, some of you are listening at work. If you're at your desk and you're full of energy, you've had a coffee, you've had eight hours sleep, you know, you're going to be better at your task. If you're hungry and you've skipped lunch, you've had a, you've had two hours sleep and you're trying to do a task, naturally you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make conscious and subconscious mistakes. Football is no different. Game management's never been more vital. But if Zinchenko plays, I think there is a method to play in Zinchenko, but, you know, when you look at Spurs' front three, or you could say four between, you know, they'd probably be, be one of Richarlison slash Kulisevsky, South Korean international son, and obviously English international Kane there. You want your best defenders against the best attackers, in it. So for me, Tierney's a trench baby, in it. So yeah, man. I think Arsenal lost to Man U because we were overconfident because Man U were coming from poor runs. But this is going to be different. Mark my words. I hope you're right. I wouldn't say that. I'd just say we was naive, man. If anything, I think the first ten minutes we were too kind of too shook against against them. And then obviously, like you saw, we scored against the runner play. VAR helped them bust case. They then and scored. I only really was impressed with against United. I think the only time I would say I was anything close to confident is that little 10, 15 minutes when it was when we got the goal to equalize and it looked like we might nick it. But obviously we, we probably went a bit too gun ho, a bit too excited and they showed street smartness. You know, we let Rashford get in a foot race on the counter. What happened? And for the manager, for Mikel Arteta, for the players, they've got to show an improvement in that. Because you can respectfully, you can get away with it against Leicester. You can get away with it even in the Brentford game where you go and look at when Lukonga came on. You can get away with it to a degree against Palace, Leicester, Villa, Fulham. You can't against Spurs and United and Liverpool and City and Chelsea and all of these other guys and teams that I haven't said. We need to chase excellence. We've given ourselves a good platform. If we win, don't get too excited. We ain't achieved nothing. If we lose, it's not the end of the world. You need to bounce back. We need to keep that headspace. It's a long season. Spurs players understand the dark oh, It's pure football we win. Need to focus on objective and not the proverb. Yeah, man, you're right on that. But again, we need to be a bit horrible. This is why I need Jesus to make fouls. We know they're going to kick us from pillar to post. We know what to expect. They can't play us off the park, so they might as well kick us off the park and their sick players will score the goals they need to. So it is what it is. We know exactly what's going to happen. We can learn from the Man U game and use it for this game. Part A potentially being back it will definitely help. Hopefully, and Part A for Part A's sake, if you're back, can you please stay back? Because there's no point, you know, where dream scenario. We're not really dream, but we win. Part A does well. Like last season, everyone gets their plaudits. We wake up on Monday. Part A suffered a setback. He's not playing against Liverpool. Well, we got nine games this season, this this month. The most parties played on the spin is eight. And because of the weakened squad, we are going to rotate in the Europa League, but we can't rotate too much. A deluded. Tomorrow I'm at the stadium with my girl and her mum and they support Spurs. Pray, pray, hope we win. Amen. I hope we win, man. I hope mummy and your girl's crying respectfully. Tommy or White. I can't. I'm happy I'm not Arteta, man. I think that's one where I don't know. I'd have to flip a coin because I think, like Hector was kind of saying about teams' momentum, Ben White has that momentum. He's playing well. He's confident. He did do well against Zaha as well. Once again, if him, Saliba, Saka can play like how they played against Zaha, against Son and Cole, we're good. 
Um, and I don't know where, you know, how rusty is Tommy Asu. He ain't played that many minutes. He's been gradually phased back in at club level. He, I think he played the first game for Japan and then he, he got some more minutes in the leg and he came back. You know, players do play when they're not fully fit and stuff. You know, you know Kane and, and Luke Shaw for England duty, quick to tell everybody, oh, Maguire is playing on the dead leg and things like that. It don't mean shit because some, some of you are tradesmen and you've got bad backs. You still have to go and do the plumbing thing and stuff and no one pats you on the back for that. But... I just, I feel, it's not that I don't feel comfortable with Ben White. It's you're playing some of the best attackers in the league. You want your best defenders. And Ben White, you deserve to be in the team. I, I think you will start. You don't deserve to be dropped. But if you put a gun to my head and my life's going to, you know, my life's going to go if we don't win, I'd be a lot more happier with the hands of Tommy Asu there. But then again, Ben White gives us a little, I think he plays a bit more conservative than he has at right back um, before. But he gives us a lot more than Tommy Asu going forward, I feel. But same way, I, I don't think Tommy Asu is a madman going forward. But I do I do think Arsenal fans sleep on when he does go forward, when he does cross. He's bow-footedness to a degree as well. He is a lot more conservative. I don't know. Do you play the man in form? Or do you go with to a degree tried? Not that Ben White isn't tried and trusted, but tried and trusted. I don't know, man. I'd probably lean towards Tommy Asu a bit more. I think it will be Tierney and White, if I'm honest. I'd go white. I'd go white right now. Perisic and Son is a lot to handle. Tommy is class, but it's a big game to get put in. But he's done it before. I hear you. And I mean, it's one where you can't win, isn't it? If Arteta changes it and he loses, why did you do it? Obviously, if you win, it's calm. Such is life in football. Managers and players can never win, really and truly. You score thirty goals in the season, why don't you get forty? Or you you ain't got you've got ten assists though. Well, you don't score away from home. You don't score outside the area. I do think the goalposts move a lot for footballers. I mean, Conte has said we're better than last season. Hmm. I hear that. I hear that. What other news is there? Oh, stop telling me about Smith Rowe being out, man. You're breaking my heart every time I read that. Miss Smith Rowe, man. Wanted to cry yesterday, people, man. Got it to find out, my man's, you know, season's done until December at least. It is what it is, though, man. Injuries are part and parcel of this game. So who knows, man? On Mudrick as well, people. Again, I've just seen this online. Not that it's anything we don't know. Mudrick. Arsenal had conversations with the agent more than once, but no agreement with Shakhtar, no negotiations because Arsenal never made an official bid. Why? Because Everton had a 30 million bid plus add-ons, so Arsenal knew Shakhtar wanted more than 50 million and they wanted to spend less than this, so let's see if they go back for Mudrik. And obviously, he has been talking up his chances, not just moving to Arsenal, but moving elsewhere. You know, He's done an interview with Ben Jacobs and that, so I don't know what that means. Conte says Arsenal are better than last season. I mean, I'm not too sure if you could say that, you know, because we need to see where we finish. If we finish fifth again, what does that mean? But we definitely started better. Definitely White over TT. If he plays, he plays, isn't it? Like, it's good problems to have, really. Ben White deserves it, really. Ben White deserves to play. I can't lie, the game at the... Uh, uh, he had a good game at the Emirates against against Kane, but he was a bit bandulu in some aspects, I'm not going to lie. And even that, I said it earlier during the, the early stages of this stream, even though I think Tommy Asu is clearly one of our best defenders, if you go back to the game at, at, at the Emirates with Spurs last year, Tommy Asu and... Not just them, but I can vividly remember Tommy Asu and Saka switched off where, when I think Brian Gill came off the bench and he, he, he was involved in the build-up. 
Bad news, Justin Ben White is fit and available for the North London derby. Oh, suck it, man, man. Stop chatting shit. Less of that. Whether you like Ben White or not, Arsenal fans, you can see what he's doing. I wouldn't say that's bad news. If Arsenal win convincingly, I'd be extremely surprised. But I just need Arsenal to win, blood. Like, I don't care who scores, how you score, how you do it. Just winning it. Win pretty, win ugly. It don't matter. Three points is three points and we can move on to Liverpool, you know. Again, dream world for me would be six points in these next two games. I can manoeuvre with two points. I think you need to be aiming for four points. You can't win them all. You need to be aiming for six to four. I don't think two points in the next two is the worst, even though on paper it's shit. You know, there's four points dropped, but a draw in the North London against the top six, I'd live to fight another day. I want to beat Liverpool. They've been smacking us up, up and down the country for years, but lift and just, there's probably never been a better time to play them, man. But you have to live to fight another day. Where is Brian Gill? He just didn't look up for this physically. And I think he's technically at Spurs. I don't think he went out on loan. I'm sure I didn't watch along for a Spurs game. And I see him on the bench. I'm sure. And again, you're right, man. You know, obviously relationships are building, you know. Ben White and Saka's got a good relationship down the right. Ben White and Saliba, the whole collective back five, including Ramsdale, is something you have, you have to consider really and truly. I do think Arteta will stay with Ben White. It all depends on Tommy Asu's fitness. I mean, Tommy, and it's still a game for the bench, the same way. We need to be able to close out games. If anything, the first 20 and the last 20 for me are the most important because we start games better than Spurs. We are better statistically in the first half than the second. Spurs score a lot of goals in the second. So again, the bench, I don't know. Well, it's just a Tommy Asu and holding thing. Eddie and Ketia can come on and bring fresh legs. You would love for El Nene to be fit, but he's not. So it's a Lokonga thing. It's crazy, man. So we'd, we'd, we really have to see. It'll be a fantastic game, I feel, for the neutrals. Hopefully for Arsenal, only if we win. So yeah, man. It, all, it really all depends, though, man. Start with Ben White at right back, keeping Tommy Asu in reserve. Better to bring Tommy Asu on for 30-plus minutes at the end with fully fresh legs to run with Son than starting Tommy Asu not knowing if he has 90 minutes in him. And that's the key point, really and truly. In my opinion, the longer the game goes goalless, the more it suits Spurs. Arsenal got to come out on fire and settle the crowd with a goal in the first 20 to 30. Football's a 90-minute game, so why I agree with you, there's more than just that. Partey, if fit, which he is. Xhaka, Vieira slash Odegaard versus Bentico and, and Hoiberg. Key battles here. we got a Boston midfield. Maverick, you ain't told no lies, man. I don't think Vieira will start, though. Both teams have firepower to cause each other problems, yeah? Both teams should be confident about getting a win. Both teams should feel they could tear each other's heads off. For me, anyways. Which, in fact, no, I hope Spurs don't believe that for obvious reasons. But you get the point, really. And it's going to be even even our attackers. You have to be good defensively. Like like Hector mentioned, Perisic. Perisic is going to get forward. Good with his left foot. Can cut in and bang in a cross. Spurs statistically have put a shitload of crosses in. We need to follow runners. We need to stop crosses. Our strikers, our first defenders. Jesus, Odegaard's in the ten. Martinelli, Saka, these lot press well together. Xhaka, when he gets involved as well, we're going to need all of that tomorrow. So, yeah, man, we're going to have to see. It should be a good game. To be honest, I'm, if I'm honest, you lot, you lot have provided some great talking points, but you lot have gassed me. I just want to watch the game now. I'm not saying Arsenal are going to win necessarily, but I just want to, I just want to get over and done with now, man. Unfortunately, we can't. Can smell a draw, I'll take a point. Even though I want to win, I'll take a point. Live to fight another day in that. No shame in that. No shame in that at all, really and truly. I'm nervous and I support United. What are you nervous for? Your game's 48 hours away against City. What are you talking about? And I don't know if you'll win, but I don't think 
I hope it, I hope they do, but I don't think City's gonna rock up there and just smack you up, really. Like, I don't think it's gonna be 5 0 and that they might win 3 1, 2 1 or something. I think you lot will give a good account of yourselves. I hope to be wrong for obvious reasons. You know, United are closer to us than City, and the more United, Spurs, Liverpool, Chelsea can drop points, as I'm sure they're wishing with us, the more it's open season for them top four positions. You know, everyone apart from only City is the one you can probably, in my opinion, guarantee is going to be in the top four. You can't guarantee Arsenal's going to be there. You can't guarantee Chelsea's going to be there. You can't guarantee Liverpool or United is going to be there. We can talk about why some teams should be more Conte factor, Arteta doing what he's doing, Ten Hag this, Potter that, you know, and you can make negatives around that. You know, you could say Arteta, Ten Hag and uh, Potter, they're all starting their process thing. Well, Arteta's not starting it, but you get the point. Big time. I've been wait. I've been waiting, looking forward for the last two weeks. I can't hack the international breaks. Marcel, my favorite Liverpool fan. You never walk alone. You man are gonna be left alone at the Emirates in 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 a week's time. Let me chill out, man. Let's deal with what's in front of us first. I think our midfield is more mobile and I have to make more off the ball runs from midfield to catch their back four off guard. They'll be focused too much on our forwards. I mean, apart from Xhaka making that run, Odegaard will do it. But Odegaard's a come to feet sort of player. Xhaka's the only like that he's really on doing that in them front three. So I don't think we're gonna in the midfield three. So I don't think we're gonna see that per se, but hope so. Why not, man? But you are right. We need runners, man. And this is why I need Martinelli. You provoke havoc. This is a game for you. This is a game for Saka, Jesus, and Odegaard in particular. You lot are the, the OGs to the to the young ones. Xhaka, you're the captain in all but name. Party. If you're never going to be fit, at least the five games you're going to be fit for a season, make sure they're bloody standout ones, innit? And it starts tomorrow, man. Really, I hope the sun's shining. But we'll have to see, man. And obviously, every fan, Spurs fan, Arsenal fan, whatever, if you're travelling to the game or whatever you're doing, I hope you all stay safe. If we win the next two games, six points, you reckon top four will be realistic? Top four is a realistic aim regardless, but, you know, it would boost your claims. And again... We're not going to win every game this season. We're going to go through patches where we might, unfortunately, two, three games without a win. But the more you take points and take points off your rivals, you give yourself a certain flooring to fall on. And that's what we failed to do last season. We missed out on top four by, by two points, I believe. Now, we can look at that as whatever, but you start to break down that. Four points lost to to four, four points lost to, to Palace. Four points lost to, to, to Brighton. Three points lost at the top of my head to Southampton disastrous start to the season where Chelsea, City, Brentford, write-offs crumbled against Spurs towards the tail and crumbled against Newcastle. And there's probably another draw there. If you just picked up three points in one of these games, you would have nicked it. But that's not that. And then Arsenal fans, you know, some of them were hoping that Norwich would put in a, do us a favour against Spurs. And psh, there's a lot of things I'll do in life, but man, I'm relying on that Norwich team to get a point off Spurs. This is why I always say our biggest enemies are ourselves. You know, top, battle for top four in itself is a battle of inconsistency. Everyone apart from City are going to go through good and bad, bad per, um, moments of form. That's why men are fighting for that. So let's hope we do a thing, man. But we'll have to see, man. Tomorrow is where the talking stops and the, the talking with the feet starts, isn't it? When Spurs get a set piece, I'm going to be worried. I can't lie. They're decent at them too, of course. They score a lot of headers. They cross the ball statistically a lot, as I said. So we know what is in for it. And that's just me with limited data and you with limited data just looking on the Premier League website. Arsenal and Spurs have all the analytical teams, all the fancy programmes on the fancy laptops to go and see this. Well, I think they'll have Hugo, man. I think they'll have Hugo. Hugo and Kulisevsky, one of them, if not both, Ben. I think it's mind games. I think it's mind games. Martinelli to cook Chicken Royale tomorrow, hopefully, man. 
Hopefully. I hope so, man. But at this point, who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? It's an again, like I keep saying, I think it's a genuinely gonna be an enjoyable game for the neutrals. But for an Arsenal and United, I'm Arsenal and Spurs fans, emotions are gonna be all over the shop. All over the shop, in my opinion, which is good. What, what's this? Seven days that shook the housing market. What to do with your mortgages? Big up Apple Music, but I mean Apple News, but huh? shout out Dermot, man. I mean, if they got no Lloris, that's dead. You know, injuries are part and part of the season. God forbid if Ramsdale's injured tomorrow and Turner plays, if we lose, I'm not going to say, oh, we never had Ramsdale. Clearly that plays a part, but it's a squad game. Injuries, suspensions, loss of form. I think if what you've seen in the last 12 months, people can go missing for things that are away with football and in their personal lives. These things happen. I did the show with Curtis Shaw recently. We should have done one, but yeah, Curtis is my guy. I need to go on his, because he was on my channel this time. I, I'll need to go on his channel. But yeah, man, shout the light-skinned Cameron Jerome. He's probably doing his cane, getting his cane rolls freshly done for this North London derby. Shout out, Curtis. Can't imagine you're not subscribed to him, everyone, but go and do that. One of the good guys in this. But yeah, on that topic, though, people, we've been here for over 90 minutes, so I'm not going to bore you lot anymore. In relation to other content, Sunday, North uh, Manchester derby settings. Tomorrow... It's the big one, isn't it? So set your reminders, turn on your notifications. Make sure you're following and subscribing on YouTube as well, people. We're almost at 50,000. Make sure you're following on Twitch as well. Obviously, make sure you're following on Spotify, Apple Music, and I'll put this shit on MP3s because you lot always ask me for that. Make sure you're checking out the playlists on my channel and make sure you're checking out the descriptions of my videos for the for the timestamps, people, because obviously I'm well aware not everyone can watch a 90-minute stream. So I like for you lot to get your little bits and pieces. I'm pretty sure at this moment there's probably a crap load of videos that have just come online on my own channel. So it is what it is, man. No worries, Jimmy, man. Thanks for you lot. You lot are the real MVPs, man. You know, early games always feel weird. It could be a benefit or worse or, or, or harmful for Arsenal, but... You lot make the platform. While I like discussing the game and looking at the talking points, really, it's lovely to be here with you lot, whoever you are, whatever you are, whatever you lot identify with in whatever countries, man. So appreciative of you lot supporting the content each and every time. It's Friday, so I hope you and your loved ones are safe. I hope you've all had a fantastic week in your private and professional lives. By God's grace, next week and, you know, obviously next time we're live is actually a new month. New month, new blessings, people. I hope the new month is filled with an abundance of physical and, and, and mental riches for you lot, beyond obviously money. But I hope you will get rich in that as well, man, and all those things. And appreciative of supporting. Marcel, I appreciate that. Man said, as much as we love watching your streams and watch-alongs, you should pull up, go enjoy some games, my guy. I appreciate that. I'll definitely be at the Emirates, but... I need to take advantage of October. Like this, this whole period, man. We've got uh, we've got nine games in October. Then obviously we've got the World Cup. I'll probably I don't think I'll go back to the Emirates this year. You know, I don't think I'll go back to the Emirates this year. Still, maybe catch one of the women's games, but I don't think I'll be there. But definitely January period, I'm getting there, man. I'm having withdrawal symptoms, man. I forgot what it's like. Still, I don't, you know, I remember. Well, I don't like paying extortionate prices for a slice of pizza and a beer but it's calm but yeah on that note though you lot stay blessed stay safe i'm back again at 4 30 to play football manager people tomorrow we watch the north london derby sunday we'll not only watch the manchester derby but we'll obviously review the london north london derby whatever happens again so there'll be two streams on on on, on sunday we're here now we're here tomorrow we're always here obviously even next week tuesday wednesday thursdays and, and and that is you got the champions league and you got your Europa league so you know there's watch alongs content you know the football's back we're back and appreciative to you lot who obviously during the international break you know 
we struggled in it, but we found things to talk about, such as our love for football. But yeah, on a serious note, I hate to say bye to you lot, but peace out, man. Enjoy what's left of your morning, afternoon, evening, or night. Smash the like button if you haven't. Safe. Tell me,